alone with Jesus is so important. I didn't know that you could get married and just have a whole lot of dang fun. When you nurture your marriage, the butterflies, they come back. Men are designed to be givers and women are designed to receive. The woman was the creation finale. Hey, Terry Bonin here, welcome back. Today I have my daughter Madeline with us and we're gonna talk about routines and what that looks like in a busy mom's day. <laughs> <laughs> and what that looks like just on a daily basis. Um, but I want to start with a riddle, okay? So let's see if Madeline can answer the riddle. <laughs> okay, knowing that we're talking about routines, that might have given her a hint, but the answer is not routine. So there's, there's that. Okay, here I am. Who am I? I am your constant companion. I am your greatest helper or heaviest burden. I will push you onward or drag you down to failure. I am completely at your command. Half the things you do, you might just as well turn over to me and I will be able to do them quickly and correctly. I am easily managed. You must merely be firm with me. Show me exactly how you want something done and after a few lessons, I will do it automatically. I am the servant of all great individuals and alas, of all failures as well. Those who are great, I have made great. Those who are failures, I have made failures. I am not a machine, though I work with all the precision of a machine plus the intelligence of a human. You may run me for a profit or run me for ruin. It makes no difference to me. Take me, train me, be firm with me, and I will place the world at your feet. Be easy with me and I will destroy you. Who am I? Is it a habit? Is it yeah, good? <laughs> okay. good job, okay. Um, I love that. That is the opening of um, the, a book that I'm reading right now, Seven Habits of Highly Effective Teens, and it just grabbed me. I was like, oh, this That's is awesome. so good. There's so much meat in that riddle. So um, we all have routines, whether we realize it or not. Like a routine is just like what we do in the way that we do it. We just do the majority of what we do automatically. What are some routines in your day that you have been intentional about? Like, I'm going <laughs> to take this by the reins. Oh my goodness, there's a lot that I've had to. Because, okay. well, habits just, well, ha habits that they are just the things that we do automatically, right? And once you become aware of your habits and whether or not they're taking you towards your goals or not, it's really easy to start going, okay, oh, I could change that. <laughs> I could change that. Yeah. And so it's been years long process since I was probably, I don't know, when, what was the first time I read that book? I was young. I was oh, a teenager. Yeah. I didn't read that version. I read the adult version. You but were probably 12. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I read it young. I think you gave me that and how to win friends and influence people because I couldn't keep any friends at 12 years old. Do you remember that? I remember that. I'm pretty sure I, I gave you how to win friends and influence people when you were eight. <laughs> that actually sounds right. We were having girlfriend problems and I was like, I don't know what else to do. I'm read this book. I'm just going to know how to win friends and influence people. All right. Um... Everything from like when I get up in the morning till when I go to bed at night. I most of the habits I have have been okay. chosen by me so at what, this point. But it took a long time a to say. Long time. Okay, so what's the difference between a habit and a routine? I use habits, routines, and rhythms. Those words interchangeably, which does okay. bother some people. Okay, because well, what, do you, what do you? Well, a routine sounds more complex, like a series of habits. Like this is my routine, and so I'm going to do these habits in a row to make a routine. That's what it sounds. And like. some people think routine like is a time of day, like mm -hmm. my 10 a.m. routine, or at okay. least that's the vibe I've gotten okay. from some people. I have a routine with my boys, and it does not happen at the same time every day. 
but we have really important routines uh -huh. that are like cornerstones of our family. I think what you just said mm -hmm. is key and can be life-changing to some moms, and it saved my life as a mom. Um, I knew that I wanted to accomplish certain things mm -hmm. with y'all, but putting them at a certain time of day um, set me up to fail every single day. Mm -hmm. Because when you have a lot of moving parts, 10 a.m. is not achievable every day. And I, I think the number one enemy of routine or good habits is not laziness, but it's actually perfectionism. Oh, I think that is the number one enemy for moms. Because if we can't do it right, and at the right time of day, and in the right Pinterest-looking room with our Instagram worthy children, mm -hmm. then why are we even trying? And that that is not the point. You've uh -huh. gotten everything uh -huh. wrong if that's where your mind is, but that's what it can feel like. And I think when we see routines and habits from people on social media all the time, and we only see the highlights because that's what the beauty of Instagram is. We get to see the beauty of other people's days. Thank God, I would not want to log on and see other people's children crying. Mine do that at home, that's fine. Uh, but it can be discouraging. And I think discouragement is such a downer for moms with routines. So they're like, well, if I can't do it perfectly, I'm not gonna even try. No, do it imperfectly. Get your routine and do it with your children standing, you know, standing on their heads or jumping off the couch or whatever you allow in your home and just do it imperfectly. And if you do your routines, and specifically right now in my head while I'm talking, I'm thinking about our morning kind of Bible routine when I'm reading the Bible to the kids and then we do questions and answers where I ask them about the Lord and um, we do catechism questions. So, you know, what what's God's purpose for us and what is sin and you know, who is God and what's the point of life? All of those, <laughs> all of those things to a two and three year old. We just do it often enough that it's sticking even mm. though not every situation or every morning or afternoon, whenever we do it, it's not all perfect, but it, it's consistent. Mm -hmm. It's a routine that's that you can move around. You're like, I'm gonna do this routine of asking <clears throat> them a series of questions and ideally it's gonna happen around a meal. It might happen around breakfast or it might happen around lunch. Breakfast might be at eight, it might be at nine, it doesn't matter. Um, it might be on the porch. It might right, be. yeah, so it kind of moves. Mm -hmm. And the beautiful thing about that is when you're establishing that routine, when you have a traveling family or you move, um, it goes with you. So like you don't go on vacation and leave all of your ways at home because you've established routines outside of a, a place and a time. Mm -hmm. And I love that. And I like that when you when I model for my kids that we can have the right habits and behaviors, even when things are chaotic, even when the baby you know is really fussy, even when the morning's really hard, even when we've had to reset because I was upset and I had to apologize to everybody. Okay, but we're still going to reset and start our day off well. Let's do this. Like I'm modeling for them what real life looks like mm -hmm. because real life is it's messy and yeah. messes and it's not all perfect and there are yeah. going to be bad days. But you just keep doing the right thing. Yeah. So model that for your you kids. Keep getting and back on track. the rails so that yes. they can do that. Yeah, I love that. Um, I wrote down little routines or tracks to set a life yeah. in motion towards a certain dest destination. Mm -hmm. So when you say you get back on track, that routine puts you back on track yeah. towards a certain destination. Yeah. Just like the way we have our kids model apologizing and asking for forgiveness even before they know what that means because we're laying the tracks so that they can do that that's that's what this is that's you know, a, we're trying to a routine them. of yeah. you know forgiveness <laughs> we're all yeah. gonna mess up 
Um, and when I established my routines and when I was a young mom creating routines, um, I think it's always important to have the end in mind. I always thought, what is my end goal? You know, in prioritizing my routines, what routines are my priority? And what is the end goal in creating a routine? If it's always around order, cleanliness, and beauty, then some really important things are going to fall through the cracks and be huge disappointments in like 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like you were just saying how, you know, you do these things with the boys no matter what the house looks like or if they're standing on their head or if there's yogurt. On the wall, literally on my wall. Literally on the wall. I didn't wipe it off before I left. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, sometimes the outward chaos has to be left alone so that we can do the inward discipline with our kids through our questions and answers, through our reading, through our, our tea time, you know, in the middle of a mess. I mean, we have put blankets out and sat down and, you know, had some really sweet times with our house looking like a tornado came through it, you know, um, because I, I have had to understand that, um, that there's a time for that routine. And I it's not every when hour. I was a little girl and probably eight, I don't know, but we did a book together and when all the other kids would lay down for their two o'clock nap, you went to the dining room table with me and sat down with a cup of tea and biscuits and we just chatted and of course it was like the best part of my life (laughs) at that age because that's, you know, that's what you want when you're eight years old. And I don't remember if the house was a mess or not. You had 4,000 square feet of yeah. mess probably because <laughs> yeah. we were all so little um but if it was you didn't at any point make me feel like you needed to go clean up or I was like the thing we were doing was the most important habit in our uh-huh. life it was most important to me and I'm so thankful that you chose me over picking up the kitchen when the babies were asleep or you know cleaning yeah. up the living room or yeah. doing that one important thing you needed to do for your girls meet up whatever I don't know yeah yeah, I love that habit. Because um, <clears throat> hearts and minds are the most important thing to me. And I didn't know how often I would be thinking about how dirty my house is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm constantly cleaning all day long, and they're constantly making it a mess, and it's hard not to think about it. But I have to choose my habits. It doesn't stop. Over always picking it up. Yeah. I, li- I wrote about that recently. Yeah. Like, sometimes I have to leave the mess and follow the mess yeah. makers, because that's yes. what God wants 100%. me to do. Do you remember um, we would set, like, occasionally maybe... Once an hour, once every couple hours, we would do a 10-minute timer, turn on music, and mm-hmm. do the routine of, you know. Now, we, now we're cleaning. Yeah, okay, we now did. we're cleaning for mm-hmm. 10 minutes. You all have instructions taped yes. to the inside of the cabinet. And that's, that that's what we do. We'll, yeah. like, make it fun. Okay, now let's get it, yeah. get it cleaned up. And because they're so little, we're resetting many times a day mm-hmm. because they get a lot out. And that's a routine. That is a routine. And it's a great yeah. routine. Yeah. Um, but it... Yeah, but it can't stay priority. Like yeah. there are so. It's not many priority over the other habits I have have to cul- right have had to right. cultivate. And keeping those kids. in balance and understanding them um, is hard sometimes when you maybe you don't struggle with perfectionism, um, which is a blessing. Mm-hmm. I don't struggle with perfectionism. But I would much rather be sitting yeah. in a clean room while we all reading would. you yeah. the Bible. You know. <laughs> But yeah. I can't be mad at all of you for making a mess yeah. already at seven thirty in the morning. So I'm just gonna have to follow it. Yeah, you know, just it is. Be, it is a cool. sacrifice for the mom, and it is a sacrifice for the dad. And those are conversations we've had to have. Dad and I have had to have, like, have. <laughs> no, I can't. Oh my gosh, I'm getting settled. There is a right word. It's not coming out. 
you know, because some of our um, early arguments were like, what's going on here? And I would have to explain to dad, because we, like parenting, it's, you're new to it. All of a sudden yeah. you, you grow up, you get married, you start having kids, and it's the first time you've ever done that, yeah. you know? <laughs> you're new to it and you're learning on the go. And, um, and you do it like us, you have a bunch all at once. I know, right? <laughs> Boom, we're a large family, how's that? And everybody likes to move everything in every room. <laughs> you know, and so, um, I had to, I remember having to have that conversation with dad. He said, why are the kids um, flying down the stairs on the crib mattress? You know, like, and... That was fun. <laughs> I remember that. You put a hole in that landing. You did. You flew through the sheetrock. And, um, and you know, like, why, you know, why this, why that? And I would have to walk through those things with dad. Well, this is what I'm thinking. Like, I'm thinking with the end in mind right now, mm -hmm. you know, they can't go outside for whatever reason. And I don't want them... You know, this is their one childhood. And we're not going to make arbitrary rules just to... Right, know. right. And I, can, I don't, can't think of a reason why they shouldn't fly down the stairs on a, a the crib mattress. In fact, I think I'm going to do it next. You know, like, this looks like a lot of fun. That is actually how I parent now. Yeah, I got that from you. Thank okay, you. You're welcome. Thank you're welcome. You. Yeah, I'm an outside-of-the-box thinker. Um, but in creating routines, I like to start with the end in mind. Like, why am I doing this? Like, what am I doing? And how is this going to affect me in five, 10 or 15 years? Like mm -hmm. recently I just reviewed the routine of getting up, sleepily walking to the kitchen, making coffee, you know, like that. Like, is this actually good for me? <laughs> like, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. Like maybe I should switch this out for, you know, I drink a series of hot drinks in the mornings. And, um, so it was just the one little part of drinking the coffee that I thought I should probably change this routine, this part of my routine, um, to benefit me more in the future. I think every routine we should evaluate what's, what's the result going yeah. to be yeah. in five, 10, 15 years. Am I going to like it? Mm -hmm. Am I going to like it? So, well, and I, it's really easy in my stage. It was really easy for me to be like, well, they're just one in six months. They're just one and two. They're just two and three. It's really easy to think it's not really that important. They don't really pay attention. They're not really listening. This habit doesn't matter yet. They not, they literally don't know what's happening in Leviticus. Neither do I actually. <laughs> and I'm almost 30. So I, yeah. but I know that having the habit of doing the things we do, like reading the Bible in the morning as a family, are setting us up for success. So that when they're five years old, they know that we do that. Mm -hmm. And when they're six years old and they can really pay attention, you know, uh -huh. they're paying attention and uh, being this a part of it. This is what we do because and who it, we are. It's our family culture. Mm -hmm. And I just love that I was given the gift from you guys to know that it matters from a really young age because mm -hmm. you did it with all of us really young and I got to see you do that with my younger siblings. So I started really young and I'm really proud. I'm proud of the things Elliot and Emerson know mm -hmm. at just two and three years old because they, they've you've worked hard, hard and you're exhausted. And a lot of times moms are setting these routines in the middle of being exhausted. I'm sure you would rather sleep in or yeah, probably there would be more <laughs> fun things to do, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I love this Yeah, and it feels so meaningful. Well, part of the blessing is that you know, life has seasons. There's ups yes. and there's downs and there's dry seasons. And, you know, when you feel alone and lonely or dry or you feel far from God, you know, that's mm -hmm. a feeling. You know, maybe we have strayed or whatever. But if you have that habit in place of meeting Him and opening the Word, it's easier to get back um, into communion mm -hmm. with the Holy Spirit yeah. versus just totally not having the habit. 
you know, so you, it's truly a gift to establish that routine with them so early. Can I tell you some of my favorite routines? Sure. Okay, I wrote some of them down. We have a lot of okay. habits, but um, so some of the rhythms I really love are the questions and answers that we do together about who God is, his purpose for us, what the Bible has to say about sin, etc. Those have taught me so much. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up in your Christian home yeah. and I still was like, oh wow. Yeah. You know, I, why, how am I learning through this? I don't I love it so much. So the New City Hope catechisms, we sing those during the day. I will randomly ask them, you know, how am I to God create you? And then yeah. we're saying the answers together and that's awesome. I love that habit and I love that we can do it literally anywhere at any time. Yeah. So awesome. I love our prayer time, teaching the boys how to pray, letting them pray is hilarious. It's actually a highlight of my day because they are just learning and they just really tell God everything. Yeah. Um, prayer, one of the questions is what is prayer? And prayer is pouring out your heart to God. My boys can do that. <laughs> they do that well. They will tell him everything. And I love that. Another habit I love is I'll say, like, let me bless you, and they'll run over to me, or we'll do it in bed at night. I'm going to bless you, lay down, and I'll touch their feet and their hands, and I'll bless each part of their body, just, you know, Lord, bless their thoughts, let their thoughts be your thoughts, bless their feet, may they follow you wherever you call. Um, love that routine. I love our books throughout the day. I mentioned this previously, but we have book baskets everywhere of books, and the routine of reading together has mm -hmm. just shaped all of us and that's so that's another one of my favorites um and we have many more but those are my, some of my i love those some of my favorite routines are um spending time with the kids in the evening you know like even if it's just a little bit of time they know i know you know we're going to either be outside in the front or you know we're going to gather around the table, mm -hmm. the table with a book and we're just going to discuss it. It's our time. Whether it's 10 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever, that's a routine. Um, I love the routine of knowing that I'm going to connect with Daddy every single night. Mm -hmm. Every single night, no matter what time, early or late, we set aside time to um, to talk, do a word game, whatever, connect. Um, I have a new routine that, yeah, um, so since I only have four kids at home, I have a little bit of time sometimes. I'll have like a pocket of time that's like, oh, let's see, nobody needs me right now. That's really weird. I'm not sure what to do. You know, like, and you know, something will always come in and fill your time. Yeah. You know, and um, but I have pointed, directed myself towards the piano, and I've started practicing piano and so taking piano lessons, and so I only practice like 10 minutes at a time, but whenever I find myself with a little bit of time, That's I do. have the routine of going through my skills and practicing my song, and um, I love it so much because I know that it's just going to keep getting easier and more fun. And so, yeah, yeah, so That's many routines. Awesome. Yeah, so I am a routine girl too, and we all have them. Whether we, I think it's interesting that we said we were going to talk about routines during this conversation, but all of our routines kept coming back to the Word of God and yeah. to our relationship with Christ. There are so many habits that we haven't even mentioned more on the long lines of like you practicing the piano and the way I do my dishes and whatever. But everything kind of starts there. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that if you can get those habits right uh -huh. and get your... Get, then it's everything else. Then everything yeah, else kind true. of works it's, out. It's true. I just um, am finishing up a course called the Happy Household 101 and it's a month-long self-paced course. And um, week one is 
pretty much a lot of what we talked about today, but in depth about getting our inner self in order. And then I go through setting the routines in the home, routines that we didn't talk about, mm -hmm. but that need to be in place yeah. if the home is gonna run smooth. Um, the cleaning routines and um, the decorating routines, just yeah. all of the things. You'll have to get the course. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. I mean, they get it. But anyway, um, well, I just, you always encourage me. And You're so sweet. I love watching you live your life. Yeah, I'm honored to call you daughter. I wouldn't be the mom I am if you hadn't been my mom. Oh, you're so no. sweet. I appreciate that. So, well, yeah, I think you're amazing, and it's the work of the Lord. It's not. It's not the work of me. I always ask the Lord. I'm like, Lord Jesus, you know, I just take my five loaves and two fishes and do something with them. And, you know, I always feel like this isn't enough. I'm not. I can't do enough. I can't be enough. I don't you know, know mm -hmm. enough, I'm not gifted enough or whatever, but I'm willing to show up. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to, to offer my time, my words, my whatever, my effort. And I've seen that God is faithful and he will take my five loaves and two fish and do something beautiful with it. And so, and he's, he's done that in your life. And so, yeah, it's not me, it's him. But anyway, so I hope that um, y'all were encouraged today. I always love visiting with my girls and Madeline. So, have a blessed day. We'll see you next week. Something I'm loving. Okay, Ticino. So I do love coffee. I love hot drinks, number one. But um, trying to get off coffee and Ticino has made this really easy. And this is not a paid ad, even though I'm sounding like it is. Um, Ticino is, it's dandelion root and it actually comes in like a tea bag and you put it in super hot water and it gets dark and rich like coffee and it actually tastes like coffee but without the acid it's healthier for the body and so it's made it really easy for me to not drink coffee in the morning and do something great for my body and they have um, hazelnut and vanilla and french roast and all the different coffee flavors it's just so good so anyway if you um need a coffee substitute that doesn't taste weird <laughs> Um, I like Ticino, and I'll put a link in the show notes for you. Thank you for joining me, my friend, and meet me back here next week in this space. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm Terry Bonin on Instagram. I'm Terry Bonin on Facebook, and I'm Terry Bonin on Spotify. <laughs> I happen to be me everywhere I go, and that's a good thing. <laughs>